Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. The show today is, well, it, I'm going to begin it a little bit differently. I'm going to begin it with a couple of quotes for you. The first is from Project Veritas video. For an anarchist middle school teacher. This is a gateway pundit story, so I'll have it up on the show plan. A, a anarchist middle school teacher wants to, quote, burn down the entire system, unquote. And then says, F the parents. I'm your parent now. Unquote. This is in Oklahoma, folks. Tulsa, Oklahoma. There's another interesting quote. That has a little bit more to do with Oregon and the elections coming up. Now, what I just read to you is happening here in Oregon. We saw that play out in the Newburgh School District. And it's playing out right now in the Salem-Kaiser School District. Because that same radical anarchist thought process is sadly in the minds of way too many educational professionals. And I notice I just didn't say teachers. The educational professionals, you know, the superintendents, the vice principals, the principals. Many of them think that. F the parents. They are the parents to your children. Here's another quote from an Oregonian story today about the poll released, about crime. Here's the quote. There's just a huge feeling of lawlessness, unquote. It's the last sentence in this Oregonian story, the fish wrap story today. And it is uttered by Noel Diaz, a 34-year-old stay-at-home mom, who said she is not too confident in Mike Schmidt, the woke George Soros-funded DA of Multnomah County. You know, the guy that released all of the, refused to prosecute all of the violent protesters, something like a thousand of them. You know, the people that engaged in a hundred consecutive nights of violent protests, some of them leading to be declared riots in downtown Portland in the summer of 2020. This Democrat, as the story says, moved to southwest Portland from guess where? San Francisco. Two years ago and said it feels as if crime in Portland has gotten progressively worse in her time here. 
Well, Noel, yeah, it's not gotten progressively worse. All the data says it's progressively worse. It isn't just feeling. Now, listen to this. She has taken note of instances when criminal suspects have been released from jail and then allegedly committed new crimes. And she said she wonders about the role of the district attorney's office in those instances. Then she said, there's just a huge feeling of lawlessness. So, friends... These two quotes today represent a feeling that will drive how people vote in our elections. Okay, let's acknowledge that. If we're right and The woke parents, good woke parents, who have woke up to the fact that their kids are being brainwashed and indoctrinated by this anarchist viewpoint. In every school district, folks, don't think for one minute that it isn't happening in every single school district, because it is. And that the crime issue homelessness and they are intertwined because many of well, much of the crime is being driven by and the stats are starting to show this by the homeless drug addicted people who come to Oregon for recreational drugs because you can do that here right you can get high all the time it's legal but how do you get money to get high all the time you commit crime your catalytic converter gets stolen. Your car gets stolen. Your bicycle, your motorcycle, it all gets stolen and it gets sold and nobody does anything about it because we defunded the cops. Or if we didn't defund them, we handcuffed them, sorry to say that, by passing stupid laws stupid laws in the legislature that a whole bunch of Republicans voted for, by the way, that hurt the cops. And then we sent a message with woke city councils, leftist city councils, like the one here in Salem, that well, because Antifa says they're aligned with Black Lives Matters, you got to let them kind of, you know, go soft on them. The fruit of all of this is being borne out in how people feel about crime, how people feel about what's going on. So let's assume that that feeling manifests itself in a huge tidal wave of anti-crime, anti-homelessness, anti-woke school, anti-Kate Brown lockdown vaccine mandates. But will it matter? 
Will it matter if we don't stand up and make sure that the votes are counted correctly? You knew I would come around to that, didn't you? Tonight is another meeting of the political coffee clatch. I will be there. We hope to get an update from Janet, Janice Dysinger on the all-important, and it is all-important, folks, court case that Dr. Frank argued over a week ago. It's supposed to be something like two weeks before the court comes out with a ruling on that. It's very important because this is a key to understanding how the big lie continues. The big lie that we talked about yesterday from Deborah Scroggins, who's the elections director for Secretary of State, so-called Shamia Fagan. One of the most radically leftist legislators to ever serve in the Oregon legislature. We talked about Deborah Scroggins' op-ed. And then I shared with you the letter yesterday, which you can see, by the way, if you go to yesterday's show plan at kslm.news, click on local podcasts, click on yesterday's show, you can read the letter. From Deborah Scroggins' predecessor, who got fired, Steve Trout. No conservative guy either, by the way. He used to be the elections director for the Multnomah County. Lots of interesting little misdeeds happened there under his watch. Well, he dared to tell the truth, which Deborah Scroggins in her op-ed in the Oregonian just whitewashed. He dared to tell the truth about how bad Oregon's election systems are, especially the states, how they failed to spend the $11 million available to them to fix the state's election computer systems. The Democrats failed to do that because they were in charge of the budget. So it doesn't matter how big the wave is if, in fact, The left can cheat. This is why we need to talk tonight. Tonight we will go over the pieces of the Gateway Pundit story about seven things you can do to ensure accurate elections this fall in 2022. Couple that with Oregon People's Vote that will be there talking about their effort at going out and hitting the streets, what they're finding, and how you can be involved. This is just critically important, friends. So be there tonight, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, 6 o'clock. Come and have dinner, and let's talk about how you can defend your liberty, because that's what it's about, friends. You can defend your parental rights. You can defend common sense in government by ensuring that our elections go off the right way, fully transparent and fully accurate. 
because there's lots of questions that they're not. By the way, got an email from someone who shall not be named. Uh, it says, a friend of hers wondered if I would mention tonight's debate on Channel 2, 6 o'clock between Betsy Johnson, Christine Drazen, and Tina Kotek. No, you'll be at the Honky Tonk meeting guiding, Honky Tonk guiding the meeting. She thought your fans would be interested. Yes, not all of you, by the way, are my fans. <laughs> at any rate, yes, that's going on tonight when we're going to be, uh, and it's important, friends. There's no question about it. I don't know how much, in fact, there's a story today in, there's an op-ed piece in the Oregon Watchdog uh, that basically says, you know, these debates are unlikely to When we come back, the scam of governors appointing retiring Supreme Court justices continues in Oregon. Gotta stop. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, I'm going to give you a Christina Mollimon courtroom update. Um, Got to remind you that Eric Azer is a righteous um, renovations that's the name of his company, RighteousRenovations.com is his website where you can see, well, the very high quality work that he takes great pride in doing. Go to RighteousRenovations.com. If you're looking for a contractor, you can trust to really do a great job for you. He's your man. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Yesterday, uh, Christina Mollimon's trial for... Unlawful entry into the Capitol grounds with no posting, no knowledge that it was unlawfully entry. On January 6th, the evening of January 6th, because Christina Mollimon and her mother and six other people were arrested after, long after the curfew, long after the riots. They were arrested for unlawful entry, actually a curfew violation first, and then they charged them all with unlawful entry. Onto the Capitol grounds, which was not posted or marked at all. Capitol Police have been using this and the prosecutors to go after a number of people. Now keep in mind that Christina and her mother and these other people were there praying Something about the First Amendment, right? Should be in play here. At any rate, uh, her trial started yesterday. She sent me an update uh, after the trial, and it went all day. 
and it is likely going to continue, she said, for several days. Her defense counsel, by the way, if you missed this yesterday, you need to know that they dropped the charges against her mother. The same identical charges they charged her with. They were together at the same time. We're both arrested at the same time. They dropped the charges against her mother. Well, why that? And why not Christina? Well, they dropped the curfew charge just the other day. But not the unlawful entry charge. You see, the prosecutors here in D.C. are determined. They are going to send a message and engage in a Soviet-style political prosecution. It's ridiculous, folks. It's another reason that I ask you to pray for Christina. The update she gave me was that she can't talk a lot about what happened in court yesterday, but she said she had a very good feeling about it and that she would be victorious. She doesn't want to go on the witness stand, and if the trial goes long enough, she'll have to. So I'm just asking, and that's all I can tell you, all right? I'd ask you to continue to pray for Christina and that the arguments of the prosecutors would just be shown to be in front of the judge because this is a judge trial. It's not a jury trial. These arguments will be shown to be as ridiculous and stupid as they are. What a waste of time. What a colossal waste of time and money on everybody's part. But a lot is at stake, and this is Christina's determination. She's going to see this through because she and her legal counsel are arguing that her First Amendment rights, her Fourth Amendment rights, and other federal laws were broken by the Capitol Police. Her constitutional rights in the First and Fourth Amendment were violated. It's a big deal. It's no small thing. So keep praying. This is going to continue. And do go to her Give, Send, Go webpage, please. And make a contribution to her legal defense fund. Because this is very expensive, folks. Her lawyers are from Pennsylvania. They have to come in from out of state. They charge the client for all of that. Her lawyers are very expensive. They're Trump lawyers. They're good. But that costs a lot of money. Go to Give, Send, Go, search for Christina Mollimon. It's Christina with a K. Mollimon, M-A-L-I-M-O-N, and make a contribution. Uh, speaking of debates, we will have the governor's debate tonight, but also the two candidates running for the 5th Congressional District, Lori Chavez de Reamer, the Republican, and the far leftist who beat Kurt Schrader, Jamie McLeod Skinner had a debate in Bend last night and the fireworks flew. The question is, who's on the right side of the issues that will get the most votes? Now go back to this Oregonian story today that says, see how Oregonians view law enforcement, district attorneys and the criminal justice system. It starts off by saying nearly two-thirds of likely Oregon voters believe the state's criminal justice system isn't tough enough. 
two-thirds. Now, that's 66%. When you get anywhere, I can tell you in the polling business, you get anywhere over 60%. That's big. That's really big. And it, it, this, is, this is important because I go back to that closing comment from the liberal from Democrat from San Francisco who moved to Portland. I quote, there's just a huge feeling of lawlessness, unquote. If you take that and you take the Gateway Pundit story about the anarchist middle school teacher in conservative Oklahoma who wants to burn down the entire system, F the parents, I'm your parent now. Do you think there's a red wave coming? Well, maybe not. They can cheat in the election. Well, you need to be at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill tonight, 6 o'clock. Let's talk about how to not let that happen. 6.30. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. In a moment, we'll go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 or shoot me an email to Jeff, 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Christy about schools, not to mention the furries and the two spirits in our schools. And the changing of diapers on grown children. Yeah, a lot of parents are waking up to a lot of insanity. A lot of evil. Try, friends, you got to be active. And I'm really encouraging you to be active in these recall petitions. uh, Against these three leftist school board members here in Salem-Kaiser. By the way, I also want to throw out to any of you connected with local candidates for any race, they are welcome to call. If you want to connect them with me, we'll get them on the air. This is the time where people are really starting to pay attention a lot more because it's the silly season. It's the time when the ridiculous ads are just hammering away and about every other piece of mail you receive is campaign related. Anyway, uh, if you know candidates, you're connected with them, get them in contact with me. Email's probably best. Again, jeff at kslm.news or jeff at 1220.am, either one. We'll get them on the air. Give them their opportunity to make the case as to why they deserve your vote, what they're going to do for you, how they're going to benefit you, how they're going to stand up for your liberty, for your rights. 
Also want to thank, again, our friends at Freedom Heating and Air. You just heard their ad. Freedom Heating and Air is truly one of the great companies that has staying power. And the reason they have staying power and they've been in the Mid-Valley for almost 50 years is because they work really hard, especially at a lot of things. Emergency services is one of them. It's getting a little bit warm and it's going to stay warm for a bit till the really cold fall weather hits. I know it's a little foggy this morning, but it's going to burn off and it's going to get hot. If your air conditioning system, your HVAC system is not working right, you really should call them and they'll get out and they'll get it fixed and right away. 503-580-1456-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to the phones, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. The scam, by the way, is back in full force. Governor Kate Brown has announced the vacancies of the retiring Justice Balmer of the Oregon Supreme Court. He's retiring before the end of, well, at the end of his term. So she gets to replace him. Oh, goody. Now Kate Brown will have replaced eight or excuse me, six of the seven members of the Oregon Supreme Court. Gee, I wonder how they're going to rule in the future. Let's ask Art. I bet he has an opinion about that. Hey, Art, good morning. Am I off mute? Oh, okay. I yeah, didn't hear that typical thing. Well, Jeff, I almost spit up my coffee this morning when I read the article <laughs> about that. I mean, I go... How much more damage can Kate do before she's out of office? Uh, unfortunately, a lot. Um, anyways, the reason I called in, Jeff, uh, is elections do have consequences. And right now, our Marion County commissioners are doing a great job of keeping us more safe uh, than a lot of counties. If you go out, you can see where the Marion County Jail is being expanded in order to put those criminals in jail, because boy, there's a ton of them. There is no doubt about it. So two of the three county commissioners are up for re-election, and we need to support them because they've been doing a hell of a job uh, under terrible circumstances because the Democrats are in control in this state. And, well, you see the results. Rampant crime, the whole nine yards. But Yeah, yeah. Now, I, let, let me also add, I, I, I think, something that's important to the discussion here, and it is that it's not just the commissioners, but it's the sheriff, sheriff's office. Exactly. The commissioners correctly and rightly did not defund the sheriff's office. They have continued to fund the sheriff's office. And and I'm going to say Paige Clarkson, the DA, you know, the fact that she has not been politically correct and has continued to prosecute the bad guys or gals 
uh, is just as important also. But your point is well taken because ultimately all of these offices, whether the, the DA's office, ART, or it's the sheriff's office, has to be funded, and that's the cause of the county commissioners. And I, so it's Kevin Cameron and it's Holm Willis, right, that are up for re-election? That, that's correct. That's correct. We need to give them our support, and that's just, there's no doubt. Uh, but let me say, Jeff, it's an honor for me to do the vending and, uh, at the Marion County Sheriff, uh, at the county jail, um, and provide products for those guys and gals that serve us so well. And it's very, very important. But I can tell you, Jeff, our people are very conscious of their job and, and do a great job despite Democratic rule in the state of Oregon. Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I agree with you 100%, and I, and I think we're blessed. Um, we're blessed to be in Marion County where the people of Marion County have figured out that conservatism generally and those candidates who support conservative ideas and principles fit with their life, and they vote that way as opposed to Portland and voting woke leftists. Hey, thanks, uh, Art. It's a great point. Although God I bless, will yeah. say, yeah, if you if you read this Oregonian article, and I want to encourage you to do this, because I started off the show with one of these quotes. There's just a huge feeling of lawlessness, unquote, from a liberal Democrat who moved from San Francisco to Portland two years ago. Folks, when you get those kinds of reactions and then you read through the data of this poll of, by the, the Oregonian, the fish rap, and you look at the frustrations about the cops, the fact that Democrats, like this Bill Carter, 60-year-old Democrat from Southeast Portland who works as a security guard and says he's going to vote for Betsy Johnson. Because he says he lacks confidence in the Portland Police Bureau because officers don't come through for him when he stops shoplifters on the job. He calls 911. Officers likely won't arrive in time for anything to help. He said this, and this is important. I believe in their abilities. Problem is, they're understaffed. Now, I'll take that a stretch further. It's not only that they're understaffed. But in many cases, they've been told to stand down. We know that. All of this has a huge impact on how people are going to vote. Now, again, it doesn't matter how you vote. <laughs> if who's counting the votes doesn't count them, the right way. This is where you come in. This is why we're again, we're meeting tonight, six o'clock, while the governor's debate is going on, we're going to be talking about what matters just as much. Because you know what? It doesn't matter 
how people vote if those votes are not counted the way those people voted. Join us tonight, Honky Tonk, 6 o'clock. If you want to make a difference, this is your opportunity to do that. There's another story here that has an impact in Oregon, and it is the U.S. Supreme Court just overturned a ruling on a Massachusetts gun law, leaving its constitutionality in question. They did this yesterday. They reversed the federal appeals court decision that upheld a Massachusetts state law. This is a law that imposed a lifetime ban on purchasing handguns, but not possessing them on anyone who's convicted of a non-violent misdemeanor. Now, why is this important? Because we get to vote on Measure 114, which is far worse than this. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, by the way, I need to correct something from yesterday. Um, I was in error, and I want to be accurate. I was in error when I said that in the Brazilian election, they do not use electronic voting machines. I got bad information on that. They do. In fact, they don't do any paper balloting. The potential for fraud there is stunning. They have an October 30th um, runoff election. And there were other conservative candidates in the race because Bolsonaro who is the current president a Trump style guy who actually Trump absolutely backs and who was uh, very had a very good relationship with Donald Trump he was running against other conservatives against the Marxist candidate who is a criminal who served a bunch of time in prison the Marxist barely beat him, didn't get 50%, got 47%, to Bolsonaro's basically 44%. It's a little more than a three-point difference. Now, the runoff election does not feature any of the other conservative candidates who took votes away from Bolsonaro. By the way, a Democrat lawmaker, if you haven't seen this story, was sentenced to 30 months in prison for committing election fraud and stuffing ballot boxes for Democrat candidates. Former Democrat Congressman Ozzie Myers 
sentenced this week to three years in prison for committing voter fraud. Ozzy. And guess where he lives? Pennsylvania. Oopsies. One of the few times that somebody actually gets held to account for their illegal behavior. By the way, speaking of Pennsylvania, did you guys see this? John Fetterman, the hoodie-wearing bald guy who had a stroke, who's a far leftist, running for against Dr. Oz. Do you hear what he said? He's on video in the Gateway Pundit story say, I've always supported a ban to assault rifle ownership. Said Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman as he's endorsing gun confiscation. Oopsies. That'll go well with those blue-collar Democrats who like their guns. Speaking of great quotes and videos, you should also see Carrie Lake, the in Incredible Republican governor's candidate down in Arizona turned the tables on a journalist trying to ask the gotcha question about abortion. One of the best answers that I have ever seen or heard. By the way, um, I want to. Christina Maliman wanted me to thank you all who are standing with her in prayer uh, for uh, her trial. So please continue to pray again. Consider making a donation. It's very expensive to go to trial in D.C. and to hire lawyers. There's a lot of lawyers don't want to take on any of these cases. In fact, it took Christina some time to find a lawyer who would. Not all lawyers, and you have to be, by the way, licensed to practice in Washington, D.C., even if you're in another state. Anyway, go to her give, send, go, slash Christina Maliman, that's Christina with a K, and make a contribution to her legal defense fund. It's about constitutional rights. It's very, very important. The Supreme Court of the United States. Just and this is a uh, this is a Epoch Times story. Overturned a ruling on a Massachusetts gun law. Now it left its constitutionality in question. And this is how it impacts us in Oregon. Now they, by the way, they it's an unsigned order. And there's no dissent by the liberal justices. Now, that ought to tell you something, number one. But it is based on the 6-3 Bruin ruling, where the high court recognized the constitutional right to bear firearms in public for self-defense. Struck down New York State's law. But here's the other part of this, and this is how it impacts us in Measure 114. In the Bruin ruling, the court also found that gun restrictions must be deeply rooted in American history if they are to survive constitutional scrutiny. Therein lies probably the most powerful defense 
There's nothing in American history about owning or possessing a firearm has anything to do with Measure 114. Measure 114 says you have to get a permit before you can buy a gun. Nothing in American history says that's appropriate or was ever a reason for owning a gun. Oh, and by the way, you have to demonstrate you can shoot the gun. How can you do that if you don't own a gun? And the training has to be done by the cops. This is at least part of the legal defense. Let's go to Rich, who's on the line. Rich, good morning. Morning. Uh, my daughter-in-law said her vote doesn't count, and there's it won't. And I asked her why, and she says, well, it just doesn't count. Not enough being done, and she might as well be back. Oh, I forgot to tell you, a zinger for you. She's from Hong Kong. And she says that she might as well be back in China. Wow. That's pretty profound. That's kind of the way I took it. Wow. Well, I mean, it's just another reason that we seek to defend Christina Malimon. She is from the former Soviet Union. Her family immigrated here. She came to America when she was seven. They say the same thing. In fact, a lot of the Slavics who don't vote are afraid to vote because they think America is becoming the Soviet Union. Well, the big, big problem, she said, was uh, she didn't see any action out of the uh, so-called right side. They talk a good story, but they don't do any action. Yeah, that's what happens when the Democrats have figured out that all they have to do is offer you a lot of money. And you'll give up all of your principles and your values, like the Second Amendment. You won't stand for it. You'll you won't walk out. You'll get bought off. Could be. Still, yeah. that way, Thank you, it? Rich. I appreciate it. Dale writes a text message. Right. Says, "What country are we living in, or on what planet?" Yeah, you're right about that. You're also right, folks. If talk to Rebecca Donaldson award-winning real estate broker she can help you find a home call her 503-269-0747-269-0747 check out her website rebeccasgothouses.com i'm back tomorrow i'll have an update for you join us tonight honky tonk bar and grill six o'clock the political coffee clash be there